Welcome to another episode of Curious Curiosity, a podcast where Abhi and Sab talk about their curiosity and express themselves. My my friend Abhilash, how are you doing? Hey, Sab. I'm good. I'm good. What's up? How have you been? I'm good. I'm good. You know, uh, it's uh, snowing a lot here in Toronto, so I guess winter is really here. So. uh i am assuming you have a different story than vancouver is is it snowing or is it there oh, is more rain it, it's been it's been raining here uh yeah. since like the last last few months but we had snow yesterday like yeah. good snow like for a few yeah. minutes yeah. uh it's been good to see that but i've been i've traveled to whistler last weekend yeah. uh it was good to like see ontario white snow and that's when i realized how much i love vancouver because it's not as cold as ontario yeah, you don't need to wear clothes yeah. every time you go out yeah, so yeah. i'm pretty happy uh, with the rain than than the snow you know yeah i think like you know i think also like you know we talked about your running and something it helps with your training right especially you can run i think throughout the year in fact right yeah yeah yep yeah. yeah. um, i i did a long run last week and i'm doing one tomorrow yeah. so so yeah I mean, even if it's rain, I have like gears to like just cover you up. And you can it's still manageable. Yeah. yeah, it's quite the opposite here because I need to train indoors and stuff. So, but you know, uh, it. Uh, I don't think this winter has been that rough though. So hopefully, it continues to be this way. So, yeah, hopefully, man. Hopefully, awesome. Good. I know we had that uh, talk about sports last week, uh, and uh, we had a good discussion. But uh, I am curious to continue our discussion on. one specific thing is that you you are vegan you've been vegan like vegetarian for a while now right yeah yeah and, so uh, just talk about that for a bit before we go into the next episode for sure so let me tell you like after having that conversation during our earlier episode on how actually going vegan help in your recovery and uh, and uh, help in your training for your like sprint uh, triathlon uh i i actually wanted to try it myself to see if that's a difference so it's been like two and a half months since i'm vegetarian there are some aspects that i still have from any for example like one one thing is like milk for my coffee I have it every day i'm trying to find an alternative there and i have occasional eggs but other than that i've been like like there's nothing no animal products that i'm taking so what i'm seeing is i, I i'm not sure whether i i can attribute my current performance to my like turning vegan all of a sudden but but i see a lot of change right i've i've done my fastest 5k i've done my fastest 10k yeah. uh, uh like right now i've lost a ton of weight i feel really good i feel like yeah. yeah. i feel so agile and to feel that i'm 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 in a better shape than when i was in my 20s mm-hmm. it's like it's like understatement right like i'm i'm going yeah. older but my performance is better so the last two and a half months has been great uh I, what i want to do is i want to like stay true to what we spoke and i really want to go 100% vegan at least for say like a month or two to yeah. see if that's changed otherwise this like a week or two weeks does not like show you any any progress at all right yeah. uh so so i want to like uh, maybe try complete vegan until i find my alternative for milk uh, mm. i've been suggested cashew milk uh oh, by someone saying that yeah. yeah like as a good alternative to like milk for co- especially coffee so i want to try yeah. that as well and then like be completely vegan for at least two two months to see if yeah. i feel a difference but right now i'm i'm enjoying the journey and uh, and it's been it's been, it's been great uh, sir yeah yeah and i agree with you know because i think uh, actually there's a brand called almhurst which has uh, vegan creamers you should try that one that's really good for coffee i think okay uh, but in oat milk i think it tastes good for coffee especially like i i have a few oat milk lattes once in a while and it's uh, mm-hmm. been uh, pretty good 
But regarding the vegan thing, right? You know, one thing I would say is that you say you lost weight, you feel better. You know, I think the one thing with the vegan diet is, especially if you follow a whole foods, plant-based diet, you're eating the source, right? Because most animals, they eat vegetables or, or, or they eat animals, which in turn eat vegetables, right? Right. So I think you eat, when you eat the source, it's easy to digest, right? Like think about this another way. When you eat, uh, when you eat uh, a cheese sandwich versus when you just eat, I don't know, tomatoes you know you feel much different you know like body is reacting it's light on your stomach right it's definitely yeah. light on your stomach so one the most important change that i've felt is going from a like a, a plant-based whey protein shake to like mm. a vegan protein shake right yeah. i feel felt so heavy so bloated yeah. that's like immediate difference dude like the, from like a yeah. couple of days once i stopped my uh my like uh regular whey protein to like a mm. vegan based i use vega Vegan, which has yeah, like, yeah. which has like, uh, it's made from chickpea. I think you recommended it during a conversation. Pea, like a pea, 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 pea protein. Yeah, yeah, pea protein. And then, and yeah. then it was like, it was, it was so good, man. My stomach feels so freaking light, and yeah. it's not bloated anymore. And uh, yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been like really substantial the change. So yeah. I, I am, I'm enjoying this change, but it's still difficult, right? My wife still like has. Uh, uh, you know, vegetarian, I mean, non-vegetarian food, it's hard yeah. to like cook twice and then like, well, we go out to eat, it's, it's been different, but difficult, but uh, I think I'm going to stick on to this for some more, some more months to see if I see uh, how it goes with my like marathon competition. Yeah, and I think like, you know, you're talking about the, the, uh, the, the discipline to stick to it, right? And I, I mean, I've been, I would say like for, from March to September, I was strictly vegan. I didn't have any dairy products. And from September to now, I am 90%, I would say vegan. The only time I eat dairy is when I travel. Mm. Or uh, when I'm out of a social setting, when someone's house where they added a dairy product, right? But it's still very minimal, you know. And I think, like, uh, I think the way I look at it is that when I can control, I eat uh, plant-based whole foods as much as possible. And and say situations are like diff- different. Like when I was traveling in Michigan and Ohio, like some places we didn't have vegan options, so I had to have a little dairy there. there. But I just think it's important to understand that when you can control, you control. If you don't control, you don't control. You know, and no. you, you, you still work around it. You still work around it. Yeah, I hear you. I think I'm also inclining towards that, right? Like yeah. right now, like I want to be hybrid, strict vegan for like a few months to see if there's any difference just during the experimental phase. But eventually yeah. I want to have that, you know, hey, hybrid occasionally model. it's okay. Like, you know, hybrid model, middle yeah. path, the Buddha says, right? Like not yeah. in the extremes, but like, yeah. you know, find a path that's like com- comfortable for you. So yeah, I hear you, yeah. man. I, I'm also inclining towards that. Yeah. And I think also the mental fortitude is pretty challenging, right? Like you're like, I think it's good also that growth opportunities, like say you eat dairy one day, or you say for you, you eat meat one day, then you're like, okay, like tomorrow I got to go back and eat. No, like, so that's a yeah. challenge for you the next day, right? So I think it's kind of like growth there as well. It's, instead of just being vegan the whole time and like, I think you kind of get stuck and bored of it, you know? So makes sense awesome so you talk about your uh, your uh, your take on the book mindset you know which is a book i've also read uh, by carol dweck but uh, maybe you know we can start with because uh, then we had an episode on my reading habit maybe you can talk about your reading habit a little bit more and whatever books you've read and then from there we can dive into mindset you know yeah yeah sure so i used to have a really good reading habit a few few months back especially like i used to read uh, in the mornings for a few minutes and then before before bed I used to read for like say 20 minutes like 20 minutes 30 minutes stretch uh, I was in a very good good pace of reading and then like uh, ensuring I was reading well 
my reading habit has been uh, taken a hit the f- last few months because i've been traveling I-, i had like you know a change in geographies i've been changing houses with all of this yeah. change i was not settled uh, right now i'm like settling in a place so i think i'll have a lot more regular r- routine but uh, i think the best time for reading is like maybe get up in the morning like early do my do my vipassana and then like sit down and read for like 20 minutes that's that was my best thing and then before before going to bed uh, i have like a book next to me like, like the in the side table to just read for like 20 30 minutes before i read yeah. before i sleep and then what i do is like i start i take notes uh, the best way for me to like read like whatever i'm reading is like consolidate every chapter like what they're saying like mm-hmm. some books i have like a a second book of notes i take so much notes in books that i feel this thing i i'm trying to build up good routine of consolidating even further having like say uh, like three or four or five points from that particular chapter and going forward so uh, so that if i want to read about that book again like i just go through my notes and not necessarily read the book once again uh, right mm-hmm. especially for action oriented books Yeah. Uh, which gives you like atomic habits self growth like, say my my mindset or like all self self growth books i take notes that way uh, and there are like other kind of books uh, where i i try to understand what's being conveyed it's not only books even like articles that i read if there are yeah. certain takeaways about understanding human psychology or anything else i take try to take notes so so uh, i think taking notes helps me understand what is what what is being said in that book and what i've seen is like i i have my understanding written down if i read that book once again like my understanding changes and then i'll go mm. recorrect my notes and then say hey uh this is this is what the book is trying to say and uh, and it's been it's been really good one of the book one of the books which i really like to uh take notes was this book called as the courage to be disliked yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so like you know it just gives you so much framework on how to like you know understand uh, interrelationships interpersonal relationships and yeah. also to understand like what friendship is what love is and you know yeah. uh, and how do you treat each other as comrades and so on so so yeah so that's how that's how I normally try to take take notes uh, and uh, read read books awesome also awesome. you talked about your reading habit you know it's it's pretty interesting how you said like uh, you used to read a lot when you were young which i can relate to it and then You're trying to get back into it now, you know. So, what are books were you? Did you read when you were young? And what are books you read now? You know, we talked to you about atomic habits and uh, and courage to be disliked and stuff. It's books you read recently, but how has the change? Like, how? What are the change been in genre of books you've been reading since you were a kid to now? You know, you can talk a little bit more about it. Sure. So, I was not a big reader when I was younger. Uh, I was I like. When I was an undergrad, I I never used to read books. Like I've read like couple. But you mentioned of, like, you read when you were younger, right? Like when you were a kid or something, right? Yeah. So I I read uh like in uh, like during my like school days and all of that. So I've read very few books, and most of it was fiction, right? Like Goosebumps mm. and this and that. Uh, I was not a huge reader, so I started reading like after undergrad, like. compared to what i'm now it's been 10 years back <laughs> uh, i still like uh, from my younger self like when i was 21 22 is when i started reading it's prominently about uh, non fiction self growth books and also a lot of books based on uh, psychology so i had like my dad was like a psychology major and then uh, i had a lot of books from him on like understanding human psychology so i got into books that read like uh for example telling lies by paul ekman was like one of my earlier books that i read mm. about psychology and like how how people deceive each other like what are the yeah. cues in deception and so on so 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 that was 
that's how I started. So most of my like last ten years, I've been reading books on like either it's history, either it's uh, uh, autobiographies or like biographies in general. Not only autobiographies, biographies in general, and and uh, say uh, uh, like self help books. These are the three prominent genres that I've been I've been reading the last ten years. I've been trying to get into like a lot more fiction books. Uh, mm-hmm. Like uh, I've read a few fiction books, uh, like The Animal Farm or like The Alchemist mm-hmm. and few others. But but uh, I I think I am looking forward to read a lot more self. I mean, uh, non uh, fiction books uh, in, the, in the coming years. But it's been predominantly non fiction. And uh, what drew you to that book mindset? You know, and what like and like you know because the mindset's a very uh, is it more to do with psychology and I mean it's pretty much self growth, right? Like. So, uh, like, so what drew you to that book? You know, like, I mean, I know you you mentioned a bit about a genre and stuff, and then if you can elaborate on that part, and then also yeah. what are your initial thoughts on the book? Like, you read the book, what did you feel? You know? Sure. So, so this book was actually given to me by my company, right? I joined Microsoft like few months back. So, one of the ethos that the company is uh, managed by is like the growth mindset. There's a huge emphasis on the growth mindset. in like defining the company culture mm-hmm. and uh, this was given to me by like the company to just read and get custom with it uh it's, it's surprising that i haven't like come across carol duer's work before this like i've re- uh like after i started reading this book is when i i found podcast of growth mindset with in, in the podcast series that i love watching for example the farnam the, the knowledge project by farnam street or like uh, uh, i i see i saw that uh, there's a conversation between carol duerk and uh, shane mm-hmm. parish so yeah so it's basically given to me by my company and uh, i when i was reading this i could the first impression is like i could relate to the growth mindset so much because i come from like the same space mm-hmm. i okay the one one of the major uh, if you want to sum up the growth the mindset book in like one one single sentence it would be like the difference between what a fixed mindset and the growth mindset is like fixed mindset believes that all the characteristics that you have are innate that you are born with these characteristics and yeah. then you you like you it's you, fixed, you po- like it's, provide yeah. them you you just work uh, you just uh, give output based on that characteristics yeah. uh, that you are born with whereas the growth mindset says that you can build any kind of uh, you know, qualities or characters that you want to work but you need to like do it with proper systems and consistency mm-hmm. and persistence so so i've always considered life in a growth mindset way because i don't think that i'm innately like born with any such uh, talent per se right like yeah. uh, uh, but everything that i've done like i've started from scratch i was like sucked at doing certain things when i started it out but eventually i become good at it right you know when through consistency and effort so i was naturally inclined towards a growth mindset and uh, i this whole sense of relief that you know whatever i'm going through is not like you know bad or like different because mm-hmm. when you see a lot of other people surrounding you they kind of inclinate towards the whole oh you're not smart you're like smart like just based on like the impression that you gave yeah. right so that was like a bit challenging very subjective, very subjective yeah. exactly so 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 that uh, uh that was a big concern for me but now that reading this this uh book has given me a whole other dimension role of contentment to understand okay this is what's been happening in the world and like it's not bad that you've been following the growth mindset you just need to yeah. find more people uh, <laughs> who are uh, going to this growth mindset and let's stick on to it awesome you know and I, and i agree with you in that because you know i 
when I read the book, you know, I found that like I took, I think, you know, I started looking at life more as a learning opportunity. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, what can I learn from the situation? You know, and then and I think that actually like that goes back into things we talked about in the past, like objective thinking with meditation and um, looking at life uh, um, from my, my lens and from my view rather than like what the society in the world thinks me, right? uh, says about it, right? Like, so, you know, and, that, and that's definitely given me a different perspective and different things to improve on my life. But I'm curious to know, like, you know, you talked about like, uh, there are activities in the book and that your company uh, talks uh, uh, recommends this book as well. Like, what? how has the book helped you improve in the, in the past few weeks? And are there things you've done specifically from the book that have like helped you like improve? Yeah, so for me, the one of the most applicable learning that I took from this book was understanding that a person cannot be completely growth mind mindset oriented or like completely fixed mindset oriented right there are there are things that you do for which you are having a growth mindset things that you have like a fixed mindset right so even for me there are certain things which i want to put a lot of effort in and grow certain things which i don't need to put an effort in grow so that was my big takeaway for me to like okay uh, be aware of how i'm reacting to certain cues and then understand how I'm approaching this. And if, if that's like an activity of real importance to me, then I need to change my mindset there and then like, you know, start working on that. So that's been my key takeaway. And as you mentioned, like doing a mindfulness practice or like having a good meditation practice helps you be aware of that person particular moment and not like just sleepwalk in life. I've understood I sleepwalk in life. I do all of these things like, automatically without knowing what I'm doing. And then like after doing it, I realize, okay, this is not how I wanted to have handled that particular situation. I just be so harsh on myself for it. So being aware makes you like be in that moment to understand how you're dealing with that situation. So yeah. some situations I do with a fixed mindset and then say like, okay, that's important. Okay, let's not do it this way. Let's make a focused effort to like change how I'm reacting to that particular situation and then like uh, act accordingly. So it takes a lot of time and effort, right? Being aware of the moment is like very, it's like very uh, power consuming, energy consuming activity. But with practice, I'm hoping again, with the growth mindset, I see that eventually it will not take as much effort as it takes for me right now, but I want to be on it and then like uh, be, and I'm not 100% correct, right? There are a lot of mistakes I do on the way as well, but it's fine, it's completely fine as long as I'm progressing. Yeah, and I know one thing I've learned from the book is, you know, the, the concept of taking risks, you know, like uh, usually when I, like, for example, in a situation at work, you know, when I'm talking to someone at upper management, when I disagree with them, and sometimes, you know, I used to face, I used to be hesitant, you know, like, I, oh, I don't want to send this email out, I don't want to talk to this person, because I feel like, oh, I'll get hurt, or like, they'll shun me, you know, but I think the growth mindset, like, like well, I, really, I feel strong about this issue, this challenge, so I need to learn, so if I, if I can just look at this as, okay, I send this email out, what can I learn? And then rather than being like, oh, the outcome is good or bad for me, rather than like being like, what can I learn? It's helped me a lot at work, you know? And, and as, as there been similar situations, you know, for you, like where, uh, where you've like learned to tackle this, say in a professional sense, firstly, and then all it's always some even like in personal sense, if you want to pick like one example and talk about it. Sure. Sure. So, um, okay. Uh, Thinking about examples, right? Uh, I'm not sure I can articulate certain, like one particular example. Uh, I'm just thinking if I can find any. Um, but what I can, what I can do say is, 
the one thing which i'm trying to work on right now is exactly what you said which is okay understanding the growth mindset uh subjectively that is for myself like okay mm-hmm. i do not i do not believe that my uh traits are in build i can build anything that i want to if i can put in considerable amount of time and energy with that said i do not expect everyone else to have the same mindset right so mm-hmm. i need to be i need to have like a good framework on how i deal with other people when it comes to work when it comes to friends when it comes to personal relationships or whatever right with preference and personal relationship you can be more open you can tell them like hey this is where i'm coming from but in work as you said it's very hard to like convince your boss or boss's boss yeah. to fix mindset yeah. that you know this is where you're coming from so what i'm trying to do right now i think i i completely suck at that right now uh, my my uh, my uh, how i deliver certain information is like not that great to give you an example right now i'm uh, i'm like few months into the work i'm getting some responsibilities of managing a few uh a uh, few few relationships with the customer uh so i am i am approaching it with the growth mindset where i will try something new and then if it fails it's completely fine it's going to be a learning opportunity for me that i had like a few cases like yesterday and then like few of them like in the last couple of weeks i think i handle it really well and there's a lot of learning for me as well uh but when i think if i make a mistake right i mean that's the impression of a customer so in real life i don't really care like what others think but for me in like a professional relationship i need yeah. to be aware of like what my the customers and my yeah, what yeah. my what my uh, uh, like manager or boss's boss think so it's very important like to deal with that so approaching them growth mindset i'm trying to take maybe uh, maybe a few classes or like few courses on how to engage customers better and also mm-hmm. like how to tackle like critical situations right when the customer is like completely pissed off like right? these are like large scale million dollar projects and if it's not going well how do you how do you make sure the customer you handle the customer in a really good way even when you're trying new things and fail like mm-hmm. how do how to get that initial expectations right so i'm looking at definitely few courses on customer relationship management uh, like in linkedin i i i'm i'm searching for it if i if i find something i'll probably list it in a like a blog later on but i'm looking for that and another thing which i'm also trying to do is like i'm trying to take say improv classes which i'm really looking forward to take from like the next year in january so that i i understand how to engage with these relationships like listen a lot more and build these relationships better uh, so that i understand what kind of mindset they are coming from and then like do this so i can do this by myself but the uh, the, the 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 chance of failure risk of failure is a bit high and then the impact is impact of that would be like uh, detrimental for me so i want to like take that up as an experimental setting say in a prof class and then apply that learning from in prof class to my like work relationship so that's my frame of thinking and how i'm trying to approach it right now mm. uh, but time will tell uh, if that's that's a good uh, good method and, yeah yeah uh, i think you know that's a good segue you know you talked about like the goal setting pretty much right you're going to set mm-hmm. goals and conquer these goals and stuff like that and one of the things i've learned uh, uh this book called be water my friend by by about bruce lee by his daughter shannon lee right and, and mm-hmm. there's a concept that talk about bridging the gap right so say for example you have you have a goal you're at present how do you get to the goal is you got to bridge the gap so the things you got to do like a journey and that's something we learned we talked about we were running right like if you want to look at the process even weight loss if you look at the process enjoy the process more than just the outcome because out, the outcome is momentary right absolutely and so do you think that you know like if you looked at everything as like as a growth mindset looked at the process looked at the journey 
like you 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 foresee that your mental health which is a big thing for us in today's world like will be stronger like you'll have less issues less anxiety less chances of stress and depression absolutely man absolutely yeah. like that's i mean somehow like all of the mindset encompasses all of these things right like the vipassana like you know mental health and i mean or like meditation mental health and so on right so so i see if you like the meditation practice that we do like says us to be like be in the moment and be happy in this moment and mm-hmm. and this growth mindset what's given me is like you know focusing on today like you know i am i growing today or like am i am i progressing in whatever i'm doing today rather than like that end goal which can be like one year two years or yeah. five years down the line if i'm just working for that end goal you are like i'm i'm miserable in that one year which i'm putting that yeah. effort i've yeah. been doing that for the last 10 years bro imagine mm-hmm. me like i the life which i am living right now like moving abroad like you know doing this mba working at like this large company has been my goal like for some time now mm-hmm. and there are times when i enjoyed the effort but most of the time i was just like grinding it out just because i want to be here and and it was not enjoyable to it i yeah. i went through depression i had like vipassana was my way out but yeah. then now i when i start enjoying uh like one example is my weight loss journey I, i was not focusing on like reducing my weight or like having like a good aesthetic body in the last couple of years but i've just focused on doing something that i love and yeah. and right now the the end result is like a bonus right because i'm enjoying yeah. the activity that i'm doing and i'm more happier and also i enjoy that process i go work out or like go to mma do this and that like every day and i'm enjoying it every day and then i'm not waiting for that 3 months 4 months where i'm saying in the mirror and say that like, oh i don't see any progress i don't see any progress uh, and then like getting depressed about it so that's really important like these are small nuances which you get missed out when you're focusing on growth mindset but it's it's elevated my uh, mood and like uh, my mental health for sure awesome awesome you know i really appreciate you know like there are some like important things you talked about right like uh, it's so like uh, so i started to identify like you know like this was to summarize a discussion we had like so identify the first uh and be self aware like what is it you're trying to learn or what how, how does it like how does it feel or is affect you when i look at it as an opportunity rather than as a challenge right mm-hmm. and uh, i think that's that's very key that right? i think uh if there's anything i think i can summarize in one year of doing the self discovery and also walking going through this journey with you is it's very important to be self aware you know and i think this and, and i think at the same time it's very important to look at it as a learning opportunity because like everyone's goals are different everyone's measured differently but i think we are all dictated most of us are dictated by what society says about Absolutely. us right but at the same time if you just look at it as what have i learned what have i gone through this life and learned i think we I, I, i honestly after reading that book i feel pretty remarkable too is like i feel less consumed by the rat race which we all have been part of right so absolutely absolutely good and 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 you rightly said the first step is acknowledging like if you're good at something acknowledge that okay you're good uh, from what you were earlier like for your own perspective right like not mm-hmm. comparing it to someone else and and like if you're not that good just accepting that you know you're not that good that the face of denial is excruciatingly bad dude it builds yeah. up insecurities to yourself and then when someone else does better mm-hmm. you are like even though you like you are happy but then you feel so bad about yourself which is not the right way to live life right yeah, just increase yeah. your depression so like just being being self aware saying that hey i am not good at it right now but if i if i want to be really good at it if i i can really push forward and one thing which even the book says is the book doesn't say like even carl dwork 
doesn't say that you know if you are like okay uh, you want to like be michael phelps like you go to swimming then you can be like the number one in the world that's not what the book is trying to yeah. say what the book is trying to say is you will never know unless you try yeah uh, something like really credited bad you can go right yeah. there's a lot of mental beliefs and and it's surprising to see someone from a science background says that like your beliefs will define you it is yeah. in our best interest to believe that we can progress and we can like change anything that you want yeah. uh rather than thinking that things cannot be changed because the one phrase that i've heard even from my parents right like this like and from the society everyone is like you can't teach old dog new tricks which is absolutely false and even yeah, science yeah. today a lot of research being done which says that you know uh if child the child like learns so much when they're younger because they get enough rest they are not stressed and then like they learn failure is not a big thing for them right otherwise they will not yeah. learn to walk from crawling so even if you can have the same mindset when you are adults doesn't matter if you're 40 50 60 year old you can still yeah. learn anything that you want and that believes works in the best that's in my best interest to have that belief for me to live a fulfilling life right? yeah. otherwise yeah. like i'm going to be stressed and i'm just going to be stuck with uh a past version of myself it's not great yeah yeah that's also you know because you know I, i always think of as example is you know we used to believe that the earth is flat we used to believe that the earth is uh the the sun revolves around the earth but then one fine day someone came and told us something different we believe right? but that's changed right the same time with like global warming at the same time with invention and stuff so i think being accepting and and uh, appreciative of change and growing i think is very important you know so yeah Yeah. So yeah, I think that that concludes what I had in mind for this. I mean, maybe um, if there's anything else you want to talk about, and then if we can talk about the next episodes we have, and then sure. go from there. Sure. I think I think if you want to sum up the whole uh, the book and the and the uh, the ethos of that book is like I think there's been one uh, one good uh, quoted, quoted uh, uh, saying from like Richard Feynman, right? The yeah. Nobel physicist, Nobel right? Prize winning like physicist uh, from Caltech. So he says. you don't owe to anybody to be the same person you were like an hour back or a day back yeah. or a month back you are here to complete com- continuously reinvent yourself i think that's the ethos of this book and i think that's how i want to look at my life as well like it doesn't matter yeah. like you have been good or bad at certain things but if you if that thing is really important to you if you really want to grow you can grow in that and you can't like take 10 15 things to be like good at right and and when i mean good at it's not that you're trying to be the best in the world it's just how and how how much you want to grow in it and if that's really important in your life so that's the ethos i think i want to live my life with and there are certain things which i'm living my life in that way in the past few years uh, and i want to stick on to it i want to do that to every other aspect of my life whether it's been my relationship with my wife whether it's been relationship with my friends whether it's been relationship with my family or like uh, my work or the the personal endeavor that you're doing with this particular uh, uh, endeavor at curious curiosity i want to like complete continuously reinvent myself and like grow till the end of my life and that's the ethos which i take from my book uh, sir awesome awesome i really appreciate that so i think uh, i think it's been a good discussion on these uh, these topics today and i think uh, if there's one that takeaway i have i think i said that first thing is i just got to continue to believe in this you know uh but i think for next one we want to talk about our uh our our goals for 2022 and then after that we think we plan to have one on my sprint triathlon is that right absolutely absolutely so so i'm really excited for the next one uh, i know how we started this particular podcast right it was basically yes. an experiment we want to be con- consistent yes. see what's like the key word uh so we've been consistent for like uh, say 8 months 9 months right now and then we've been doing 
each episode every month uh so I want to take this further like uh the whole idea as we spoke about last last time was like to have a set of goals for the next year and try to execute on those goals and try to measure how we are progressing on those goals through our podcast so uh like i find this as an accountability partner thing for us to go progress sure. and then like uh, uh i i hope you feel the same way about this and uh, and we would have i'm uh, looking forward to discuss our goals for the next year and then start executing on them awesome awesome thanks to dabulash good luck and uh, enjoy the holidays and happy new year to you you too you too sap uh, enjoy the holidays have a good one and i can't wait for the next uh, discussion all right awesome thank you take care bye That's it for the episode folks. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at curiouscuriosity@gmail.com. Thank you.